Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing the importance of protecting your dream. Welcome to Pageantland, the UK's premier podcast for all things pageantry, with your host, Jessica Barkley. Here you'll find guest experts, past, present, and future queens, plus my own personal insights into what it's like to follow your pageantry dreams. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game, or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode, please give us a share on social and pop me a review on iTunes. Now strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. This seems like quite a timely episode with talk of things opening up, Um, but I have two little disclaimers that I want to start with today. Um, Please, please, please don't take the um, announcements about things opening up, the sun coming out, as an excuse to break the rules and ignore the guidelines, because if we do that, we will just end up back in the same place we did last summer, where we all end up back in lockdown. So please stick with following the guidelines um, until things are actually lifted. And also remember that just because you can do something doesn't mean you necessarily should. So really be looking at um, if you are doing things that although are in line with guidelines but increase risk, really, really decide if it's a good idea to be doing them. And that will vary from person to person. For one person who is enjoying and loving working out at home, they may decide that going back to the gym isn't the best idea for them. But for someone else like me, my mental health has really, really dipped not having the gym and and I am missing um, on a very deep level a lot of the equipment that I would have with that. So for me, it would be much more important to go back to the gym. Um, that's just an example, but please bear that in mind. And the other thing that I think it's quite important to touch on um, before I get into the majority of the content of this episode is the things I'm going to be talking about are not necessarily going to be for everyone. For example, if you are really still mentally struggling um, or financially struggling from the pandemic, it's totally okay to be taking a break from pageantry and not like doing anything, not posting about it. That's absolutely fine. Um, The examples and things I'm going to talk about today are predominantly for those of us that are going, I still want to be doing things, but I can't think of things to do, or I think that pageantry is shut down. Um, So please bear both of those things in mind as we move forward. So let me start by saying pageantry is not shut pageantry is not just the onstage parts of competition. Um, And I've gotten some really good conversations over on Clubhouse, particularly with our American sisters, who are like, yeah, the onstage bit is nice, but it's so much more about what we do to prepare and what we do afterwards, um, whether we win or not, what we do with with the crown or the experience of competing. Um, And I think that's quite an important thing to remember. The actual competition shouldn't dictate um, in its entirety what you are doing as part of like your pageant life. Uh, For me, um, my competition was meant to be the beginning of April um, 2021. It's now been moved to February 2022. Um, But I have still gone, right, okay, these are the things I had planned. I'm going to keep these things. I've moved something a little bit further along. Um, And it's not, I'm not stopping anything. Some things I've moved, um, but it's also allowed me some space for maybe to work on some additional things 
in and out of pageantry, for example. Um, so don't think that pageantry has just stopped. Um, there's still a lot of uncertainty around people's dates. And even when uh, we're talking a lot in the UK at the moment of this, this magical date in June when everything's going to suddenly open up and we're going to be allowed to go to things, um, we still do not know until we get there how that is completely going to look. Um, and me personally, at the moment, I would rather err on the realistic, pessimistic side rather than get false hopes up Um thinking that events are going to happen and then be disappointed when they don't. So please, please, please bear that in mind. Um, so some of the things that I think it's quite important to note that we can still be doing, even though we don't necessarily know our pageants are going to happen or when they're going to happen. Anything self-development. Anything self-development pretty much will benefit your pageant experience. That could be learning to manage your time better. That could be improving your public speaking. Um, we now have a weekly room on Clubhouse where we bring guest experts in. Um, we had an amazing one a couple of weeks ago about motivation and helping us all improve our motivational strategies. Particularly at the moment, motivation is like these weird waves that go up and down. So we all talked about our struggles um, and also had some experts come in and share some tips and hints and tricks for helping us improve and maintain levels of motivation. Uh, you could be working on improving your social media. We had some amazing social media experts in and I'm sure we'll do a lot more around that because social media changes so, so quickly um, that it's really important that you um, are constantly staying up to date with strategies by seeking expert advice personal media and um, personal media social media experts that's their whole job is they just do social media um, and that's why that's where I go to for my advice um, and I make sure if I'm going to implement a new strategy within my social media that I've checked with a number of sources and making sure it's well researched and um, I think it's quite important to say that with the experts we bring onto Pageantland, we do check people's credentials, we do get recommendations, um, and we are making sure that we are bringing you the best of the best. Um, when we share advice, it's been researched, it's been well researched, um, and I usually try and make it very clear if it's just like my personal opinion on something as opposed to guest expert advice. But for example, when we have podcast guests or um, guests on the clubhouse room, you're hearing it from them. You can actually come and hear it directly from the expert. Um, so other examples that said we've had the motivation, we've had the social media, you could improve your time management skills. Um, you could be focusing on your on your health and fitness because let's be honest, the healthier you are, the more energy you're going to have and therefore the more wonderful pageantry things you're going to be able to do. Um, also, the more healthy you are from a beauty perspective, um, the healthier your skin is and therefore it is much easier to put your makeup on. Um, I hate putting makeup on. It drives me nuts. But I remind myself every time I don't bother putting it on, that I'm doing my skin a favour. So it's kind of the same thing, right? <laughs> um, when it comes to self-development, you can never really tell um, how beneficial something is going to be, like how many different areas of your life it could improve. For example, sleep. And um, sounds really weird to like, oh, to help my pageantry, I'm investing in better sleep. But actually, sleep helps your memory, sleep helps your body to heal mentally and physically. Um, sleep helps your mind to be smarter. Like, there's so many things that sleep is better. It's also fun, let's be honest. Sleep is awesome. Um, so, 
if you're looking and going, actually, there's nothing really pageant focused that I could be doing right now. There so is. There's all these amazing self-development skills that you could be learning and working on that would help you benefit your pageantry moving forward. And the next thing is obviously there are still a lot of online campaigns going on, online things that you can get involved with, uh, virtual walks, virtual runs, all those kind of things that you can still get involved with. And there's lots of campaigns. My one caveat, and I will refer back to the previous episode we did on how to improve your online campaigns, is if you are hosting or getting involved with an online campaign, please, please, please make sure it's not just you posting a picture in a coloured t-shirt. Make sure you are including a hashtag that is specific to the campaign, whether it's your campaign or someone else's. Um, Say it's for breast cancer awareness. Make sure there's information and facts about breast cancer awareness. about breast cancer so you are actually raising awareness rather than just posting a picture of you in a pink t-shirt. As tempting as it can be to just put pretty pictures up on our social media, if you actually want to raise awareness, um, if you actually want to raise money, um, if you actually want to add value, and it's okay if you don't, it's completely fine. Um, But please be aware that just a pretty picture saying I'm posting this for breast cancer awareness isn't really doing very much. You need to make sure that there is some um, quality content within the comment of your post um, so that it is actually helping to raise awareness and it is actually informative. Like I said, we've done a previous episode on this, so you can check back to that too. Um, Another one that's quite important to think about is um, with fundraising. Fundraising online is like a whole different kettle of fish and so many people are tight for money, worried about money at the moment, that you have to get a bit more creative with how you're going to fundraise. Um, With that mind, we have actually got someone coming on the clubhouse room this no, not this Thursday, a week on Thursday after this one goes out, um, which is the 11th of March. So on the 11th of March, we have got uh, a lady coming in who has been very creative using online and Clubhouse to as a charity fundraising platform. So she's going to be coming on and sharing some of her ideas um, and we can do a bit of brainstorming. So if you are contemplating an idea around fundraising, come to the clubhouse room that day. Um, We can brainstorm it out and give you some advice and tips and you can ask for people's opinion and feedback on on whether they think it's a good idea. Um, Same with your platform. Now is a perfect time to be brainstorming ideas with friends, um, with family, with other pageant girls. Um, So brainstorming and masterminding doesn't always need to be with a, a professional in the industry. So say your platform is sustainability, um, just using this as an example, uh, and you don't know anyone really that's into sustainability, um, you can still get advice from them about how the infographics look that you're sharing. Um, If you're looking at doing some sort of campaign, is it easy to understand? Do people understand what they'd need to do to get involved with the campaign? Um, It can very much feel in pageantry that we're doing a lot of the work on our own and it shouldn't be this way. Um, Have that little group of friends before you share that post that you can go around and be like, can you double check my spelling? Because let's be honest, I always spell something wrong somewhere and I don't think you should ever not share it because your spelling's bad, but it's always worth trying to ask someone else because it limits the chances. Um, But ask them if if they can understand what it is you're asking them to do. Are the directions clear? Um, these kind of things are really, really important as well. Um, 
have a little think about the different ways you want to take your platform. I think just when you first start in pageantry, just saying this is my platform, this is what I support is really, really nice. Uh, but there is so much more you can do with it. Um, and it's about looking at what other girls do and not out and out copying, but coming up with your own twists on how they've done things. Um, I'm just come to the end of uh, my first, my platform is Care What You Consume and it's my very first Care What You Consume month. I'm going to do it every year. Um, I pulled in two other fabulous pageant girls to run it with me so that I wasn't doing it completely on my own. Um, and there are things that we've learned from this year that will roll on to next year, for example. So there's there's loads more you can do with your platform. You don't need to have won the crown to do things with it. Um, and you don't need to just constantly be doing like putting stuff out there about it. Sometimes it's better to just sit back and, and do some work on on filling it out and working out what it is that you want to do. Um, for me, time is tight. I have a lot of requirements of my time. Uh, so I wanted to have this one solid focused month where I really did loads and loads of care what you consume stuff. I will continue to do stuff throughout the year, but that one month will be my main focus. Whereas you might be like, actually, the idea of doing a big awareness month is too much. Um, I might do have an awareness day or I might prefer to do lots of little things throughout the year. It's about finding which way is right for you. But either way, while things are a bit quieter in the pageant scene with actual events, it is a great time to be doing some, some planning, setting some strategies in motion, all those fun things around your platform. One of the other things that you can really be doing at the moment, which is also super fun, is making sure you're staying um, connected to the community. Uh, I'll use Pageantland as the prime example here. We have regular podcasts. We obviously have the, the lives on Facebook that then go up on our YouTube channel. Um, get, the, get those dates and times scheduled in your diary. If there's another platform that always do those kind of things, make sure that's scheduled in your diary and be like, right, I'm going to always make sure I'm there, that I'm listening and that I'm engaging and I'm using that as like my pageant community connection time. Maybe you want to create a little watch party and watch them with your friends. Um, it doesn't have to be pageant and stuff, but obviously I would say our stuff is awesome. So <laughs> I definitely say get involved. Um, and like I mentioned earlier, we have the weekly Clubhouse rooms as well. Um, get in contact with us if you want to know how to get yourself onto Clubhouse. We have quite a few spare invites going at the moment. Um, but get involved with these things. Turn up with these things. It will be noted. One, you will feel when pageants open up again that you've still been involved. Um, and I speak from experience here. I took a couple of years out when I had my daughter and it is really tricky to get back in. Um, in the nicest possible way. People forget who you are very quickly. Um, even if you made an amazing impact prior to lockdown and things like that. And it's just the honest truth. It sounds harsh, but people do forget who you are um, if you're not sort of keeping out there and getting involved with things. So if you are able to, um, if you're not dealing with um, additional, like I said, if you're dealing with any kind of mental stress overloads do not put this additional pressure on yourself at all um but instead of just sitting there scrolling through instagram commit to going and, and joining in with someone else's instagram live make sure you go and sit there and actually watch and ask questions and get stuff from it and um, you'd be surprised how visible it is that the ladies that are constantly showing up for the pageant community, be it commenting on pageant land stuff, be it commenting on other people's things. Um, 
and it goes it goes so far in also making sure that people are going to want to support you back um you don't always want to just be asking people to be supporting your stuff you need to make sure that you're going out and supporting them too um and I do I get it time and time again people will just send me a link and saying can you come and like my post but they won't even like or follow pageantland and they're asking for me to like and follow their stuff and it's like well it's not a tit for tat thing but I don't know you and you're out and out just asking me to support your stuff it it comes across a bit dodged, let's be honest. Um, so do stay involved with the community if you are able to. There is loads of stuff going on. Um, Facebook groups, get chatting in the Facebook groups, ask people how they are. Um, we are a community that isn't just about the onstage bit. We are a community that isn't just about the pretty face. We stand for so much more. Um, so let's prove it. Come on, people. And speaking of fun community things to do, um, don't miss out on the Pageantland's virtual scavenger hunt. Um, it's going to be something you can do completely from home. You don't have to leave your house. Um, you can be tuning in from anywhere in the world, um, but it's going to be so much fun. It's on the 3rd of April at 7.30pm um, and it's completely free to enter, but there will be prizes. Um, so it's going to be a good giggle. Basically, you have to run around your house finding certain things and then you have to take a picture and post the picture before other people and there's there's points for the people that do it the fastest and um, and then the person with the highest points um at the end will get a prize we might do a couple of prizes for um creativity and, and different side awards as well for but it'll be a right giggle um so make sure you've got that one in your diary too and for my last thing that I think we can all still be doing some work on like I said as long as you are in the right mental headspace for it um, is circling back to our social media and giving it a bit of a clear out um I'm going to be talking uh in a couple of weeks time about personal brand with a guest expert um and also in how we associate with other brands and and the title of that episode is going to be guilty by association um, and being careful about the brands that we follow like comment on etc etc um but going having a look through your social media looking out for bots um it is really detrimental to your um like followings on social media if you've got like dead accounts and bots in there so go through um if the accounts have no profile picture sort of click on them and actually see if it's a real account and it's better to remove that follower than to keep your that follower numbers up with fake accounts and things like that so do go through and have a check of those um if there's content showing up in your feed that you really don't like, maybe it doesn't make you feel great, maybe it doesn't line with your brand. So for example, with me, I'm really anti-fast fashion. Um, I don't like the the, the female slave labour aspect to it. Um, so I constantly keep an eye out if there is like a lot of fast fashion showing up in my feed, um, that I block those accounts, that I um, unfollow those accounts. Um, I don't, I don't want to see it. I don't want to be involved with the industry. I don't want to support it in any way, accidentally or otherwise. Um, and so if there's, if there's a certain industry that you're really against, that's not in line with who you are as a person, make sure you're not following any pages that, that talk about it, that are anything to do with it. Um, because it will really help clear up your feed. You'll stop being showed posts if you stop following the accounts and people linked to those kind of posts as well. Um, so that it can be quite a good time to do things like that. 
As I said earlier, we had an amazing social media expert on our Clubhouse room um, the other week. Um, I know Clubhouse is quite a new app, so we haven't got a huge number of people on there yet from the pageant community. And what we did is share the key points into our Instagram stories, um, and they have been saved um, into the extras highlights section. So um, if you open up our main profile, you'll see the highlights across the top. Click on the one called extras, and, and all the tips from that uh, conversation have been saved into there. They are abbreviated. Um, obviously, we can't type out all the nitty gritty in and outs of all those things but please know that all the tips and hints that were given have been well researched um, and are up to date at the time of them being like typed out <laughs> um, from the conversation that happened over on Clubhouse um, but it included things like sort of working on your hashtags looking for for sort of dead bot accounts that are following you or that you might accidentally be following and um, I see it quite a lot particularly with the hashtag thing and um, so Basically, I'm paraphrasing here as much as I can, um, you want to be using hashtags that don't necessarily have the millions of people following them. So for example, don't use the, Insta the hashtag, hashtag Instagram. There are like 61 million people or something following that hashtag, um, which means that your post is not going to show up unless you've got like a couple of million followers. Um, which just like is not going not going to but wait a sec so it's got the hashtag instagram has 616 million posts um already which means your post is not likely to get very much exposure um and I wouldn't suggest that you bother using that hashtag so you want to use hashtags that maybe have like up to 100,000 um people sort of following them if you want to have any chance of your post being seen um there's this misconception that you want to use hashtags that have got big followings and stuff like that but actually it's just a complete waste of your time unless you've got millions and millions of followers um what were the other, some of the other ones is uh reels are really important at the moment so you could spend a time bit of time doing reels but you do not want to be sharing reels with the tiktok watermark on um we even went into um and we got quite into instagram pods um and uh, engagement pods and instagram like support groups and things um because they are like clamping down on those in lots of different ways um, and we had quite a big discussion around these because I know they are they're used quite a lot by pageant girls but unfortunately they are more detrimental than good to your account these days um they even a year ago were quite beneficial but um it's not something um that our guest expert or quite a few other experts that I've spoken to on this issue um would recommend like they would actively discourage you from using them these days um so be careful of those. Uh, but like I say, hashtag research can take quite a long time. Um, so if you feel like there's not really as much that you could be doing right now, invest a bit of time in finding some really good hashtags that not just connect to pageantry, but connect to your platform, connect to who you are as a person. Um, pageantry is quite a small little bubble. And if you're only trying to target pageant ladies with your post then the community doesn't grow and you're always going to kind of hit a bit of a limited wall um with with how much how many people you're going to reach with your post so um investing some time in in quality hashtags is a very good use of your time right now
I hope this episode has given you lots of food for thought. I know I've dropped a lot of content in a very short space of time, so you might find that you need to go back, have a listen, grab a pen and paper, and jot down a few things that you want to start working on while you're waiting to find out as and when your pageant's going to happen. But also, it might be quite a useful list to come back to if for some reason we do end up like going back into lockdown or something, or your pageant is unable to happen, you've still got some things that you can be working on. And the important thing to remember is you need to be protecting your dream. If it's your dream to win a pageant, um, to win your pageant, there are so many things that you can do to make sure you are still protecting that dream, even when we don't know when actual competitions will be happening. Thank you for joining me today. I value and appreciate your time so much. It's wonderful you've given some of it to this episode. Please rock on over to our Facebook or Instagram and share your thoughts. And I would love you to give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links, check the show notes or rock on over to our website, pageantlandpodcast.com for more information about the podcast or how you can be a guest on a future episode. Have an amazing day. And remember, you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself. See you soon.